0: And still I'm a seeker, but I have ceased to question stars and books. I have begun to listen to the teaching my blood whispers to me. Good morning, fellow pilgrims, travelers on a funny path of life. That's a nice quote from Herman Hess. <laughs> this morning, definitely called to me in a way it's a little bit my life was less you know beginning to travel or to go on a road less traveled anyway this morning it's been a little while i'm going to talk a little bit about the, i'm going to talk about a dish that i've made that i'm enjoying and that i would like to share with you and maybe some random thought shall we So here's a dish I would like to share with you all, see if some of you might want to play with it. So a crepe, a crepe, crepe eh, in French is like a flat pancake. It has no leveling agent and normally the classical recipe would be some type of flour, uh, some use, depending on sweet or savory, use different kinds, so you can play with that. And uh normally it would be eggs and milk. A little bit of salt and maybe some spices on herbs, you know, you can uh, you can play with that. In this one I'm going to talk about uh, a savory crepe. Kind of a main dish. And uh in my case, so I don't use eggs and uh before, what I've used was flax seeds, uh, but the issue with flax seed, it's a little more fibery. So, in terms of a silky batter, it's it can be tricky, depending. But uh, you want it to be as fine as possible. But there is a way. There is another way, not even needing flax seed to to bind the dough together, the the batter together. And that is to use a mother starter. Another way I find to use uh, the mother starter. So, uh, you know, equal amount of uh, flour and water by weight. And, you know, as you keep your sourdough going, then you make however much you want to make for that uh, batch of crepes. And you just need to add milk, whatever kind of milk you want to add to it. And it works beautifully. It just holds when the. I guess. Uh, I'm not sure. I guess is it the gluten that's developed somehow in the mother starter? I forgot whatever it is. that's the binding agent. But it works beautifully. So in my case, to make the savoury one, so I just add the milk to the consistency I like. So you can make your your pancake your pancakes your crepes thicker or thinner, and then of course the amount of milk or water. Uh, you can play with whatever you want, you know, if you want to be less fattening. Um, and spices. In my case, I use turmeric, pepper. Sometimes I put paprika. Uh, sometimes things like very, very finely grinded thyme. Uh, salt. And uh, yeah, cumin can be nice too. So you can you can play, but that's pretty much it. And then, uh, you know, to make your crepe, I like to use a non-stick pan because uh, you just barely need any oil for the first one. And then after that, you don't need to add anything. So I do like the idea of uh, the non-stick pan to use less oil for cooking. I am not a big fan of heating up oil. I do it and I enjoy when I do it, but I, uh, I don't do too much of it. And uh, so you make your crepes. And then here's a cool thing, the filling. So the traditional way you would have a, you would make like a bechamel. So which would be bread, bread, flour, butter, again, same amount. Oh, sorry. I actually woke up before the alarm this morning. So you would melt your butter, you would add your flour and you would cook it for, you know, a couple of minutes or so at a low, low heat. You don't want to burn the flour. You can toast it, but you don't want to burn it. And then you add milk. You can look for recipes online for bechamel. And again, it has to do with consistency. And then uh, some people would add cheese. Some people would add even eggs to it to enrich it. And then to that, you can add things like onion, mushroom, you know, we have kind of green, spinach, Swiss chard, whatever. You know, the sky's the limit. Tomato, uh, olives. And then you... You, you make a cigar out of your crepes and then you roll it. And uh, so my cheese, I think I mentioned cheese, you can also gratin them, which means put them under the broiler with the cheese, melt it and make it turn a nice color. And then make a nice meal. In my case, what I chose to do was... Oh, I forgot garlic. I love garlic. So I would cook... Um, Actually, garlic would be nice. I like to actually I do like to fry the garlic because it just tastes so wonderful. So that's one of the things that I have not found a better way than to use oil. Again, low heat, to uh, no smoke <laughs> for sure. Smoke is a bad, mm. bad sign for oil. You're welcome to look it up if you want to. Not very healthy, but uh, gently fry the the garlic until it's colored, and then get it out, and then. You know, so I, lo- I love to cook a lot of uh, mushroom and onion, and really cook the shit out of it until it's really getting brown and almost where it sticks to the pan, which in this case you don't have to use a non-stick pan. Then I would uh, deglaze with a little bit of vinegar, and then soy sauce, and then some kind of a cream or milk, or you can use whatever you want. Uh, I do like uh, the cream or the the kind of the fatty kind of uh, taste, what it had to the texture. It tastes nice to me. And, uh, and as a way, if you don't want that, if you want more low fat, you can actually use milk and then use corn starch, which you can dilute in a little bit of water and a little bit of milk, and then uh, add it at the end to thicken it the way you want it. And then, uh, you know, season your sauce and then uh, What I'd like to add as an extra for me would be greens. So we have Swiss chard. We have a lot of Swiss chard in the garden. We've had for a while, you know, I thought they were winding down the production, but you know, with new spring, we are again getting a bunch of uh, Swiss chard. So I'm using Swiss chard and spinach, finely minced. And then I add that to, to the mix with the onion and the mushroom and lentils. Uh, I'm a big fan of lentils so I I cook like one kilo at a time and I mentioned about the orange marmalade you know you you flip your jar upside down when you when you fill it up with this nice uh, piping hot uh, mixture of uh, oranges and sugar well you can do the same when you cook a big batch of uh, lentils In, in, in a way to 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 milk that energy that you use. I like the idea of using, doing more, so therefore using less. Instead of each time, if I was to do one or two cups, each time cooking, it requires a lot more energy. So I cook about one kilo and two pounds, a little over two pounds. And that will give you a good chunk of uh, lentils. A good size pressure cooker will get close to filled with that. And I like that. And then I fill the jars, you know, give about an inch left or so of space between the lid and then the lentil mixture. And then flip the jar upside down and it seals the jar. Uh, I don't know why, on a couple of occasions, the the beans or the lentils were turning a little bit and the jars showed no sign of uh, air input, so I'm not sure. But it works, and then I put them in the fridge, and then they last for, you know, a while. Or you can put them in the freezer, too. They keep very well. Beans and lentils freeze very well. And that also helps if you have space in your freezer, because, you know, the less space in your freezer, the less your fridge has to work to keep your freezer cold. And basically, then I fill the... Well, you can do it however you want. You can do it like an enchilada or like lasagna. You can you can do many ways, and then using the crepes, either to roll them inside the filling in it, and uh, you can put cheese on and try to gratin it, or you know with that cheese or whatever. But um, that's something that I've been playing with and I've enjoyed it, uh, and then make a nice big salad to. To go along with that, of course, I always put sauerkraut, almost always. Once in the blue moon, I forget, but I do, I really like. And the sauerkraut that I make now, I also use uh, turmeric and pepper in it and a little bit of a cayenne pepper as well. I enjoy, I enjoy that. It's been, it's been very interesting. You know, the, the kitchen where I've moved, it's, it's actually a very nice kitchen. You know, it's, it's a very nice working space. Uh. I did a kind of a deep cleaning when I moved in, and uh, so far the other family has, uh, yeah, respected it. So it's been nice. I'm kind of a tickler when it comes to uh, to cleanliness in the kitchen. I like I like empty space, which is funny, you know. But I like the shelves empty. I like things put away, hidden, and uh, yeah, cleanliness next to godliness, right? So. Again, the mother starter, which is a way to do your sourdough bread. So equal amount of flour and water. And then once you have your sourdough starter going, that's another use. It's kind of a glue, actually. The batter looks like a glue for the sourdough starter. And then you add milk to your liking. You can add egg if you want to. I mean, you you can play with it, whatever makes sense to you. But you don't need egg for that batter to bind. And then you, you know cook your crepes however many you want and then the filling you know which is this uh, lentil onion mushroom cream Um, and maybe some cornstarch depending on whatever liquid you use to put all of those together but in the end you have a nice uh, creamy texture and uh, bon appetit and I guess from here we'll go to maybe some random thought Well, that's it for my first cup of tea so today is Thursday and today the love of my life that I have not seen for five months almost five months is actually coming with a Sun hopefully I'm a little nervous because there are of course checkpoints on the. On the road, you're not, you're not allowed to travel between provinces in uh, Spain until uh, at least after um, Easter week. So even though there is some travel allowed for foreigners, but in, inside the country. And, uh, and I'm not you know, uh, arguing whether or not it's right or wrong, just a just detail. But uh, she's looking at coming with her older son today and I'm really looking forward to to meet her to meet her (laughs) that's kind of an interesting choice of word and a nice slip of the tongue but yeah it's been almost five months and I have to say it's been enough of uh, talking about her and talking about the memories and curious to see you know where I sing that last night I made a little recording I took a little walk before my uh My uh, language language exchange, and uh, I'm not sure what I'll do with it. It was, uh, I mean, nothing too special, but definitely a special a special recording for me. Um, If there would have been anybody to talk to about it, it would have been her actually. About when I get to be that emotional or that vulnerable, that that open, she's the only one that really my heart is like yes to her, I want to, to give it all and uh, as of now it doesn't make sense because I do want to respect where she's at, uh, you know, having, having transitioned from uh, wanting to develop a, a more intimate relationship and realizing that that wasn't going to happen it took me a while to come to terms with that and then to move on. And I'm just curious now because after another uh, another step, you know, on that spiral stairway with that uh, story with her, I'm curious to see um, where where we at. You know, if this has just become a, a nice, friendly relationship and then uh, with uh, a, you know kind of a platonic. And uh, I have I have no idea and uh, I'll, be, I'll be fine I'm, I'm just curious I really am curious to 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 have the experience of when the rubber meet the road instead of being so much in the head and you know my uh, my definitely my heart uh, going on at its own pace so that's going on today we might even go play some tennis tomorrow um yeah there won't be too too much going on today you know, I already got the laundry going, gonna do a little cleaning this morning, do some grocery shopping and uh, kind of take it easy. Kind of take it easy. The 25th, and today we are the 25th of March. So in about two weeks, you know, technically, the well, we'll see with the whole drama of COVID. Who knows? But, you know, and again, I'm not rushed and I can't complain, you know, I'm, uh, but I am, uh, I am ready. I am ready for the Camino. I'm ready to start to walk. I was looking in the room of this big bag of things that I'm going to actually, some of which belongs to Pilar, which she's been so generous with, uh, with things to me uh, really really uh, she's really a really caring person a very caring person I'm very grateful for her but uh, you know it's uh, it's time to shade some things to get ready to think of my pack and what's gonna go in it and uh, also now I'm gonna be getting rid of more things I was looking at I have this nice uh, thermal uh, Columbia jacket I'm gonna check with Urban this morning and see if uh you would have a use for it, I mean, it's, it doesn't get that cold here in, uh, in southern Spain, I, I'm not sure the deal about what people have talked about, that in Andalusia it gets so cold, so yes, you have some days where it's raining or the humidity, but Jesus, it's nothing like what I've had in New Mexico, Colorado, and phew, Jesus, those temperatures, my goodness, those are rough. And I can only imagine this last year with Philomena and what's happening in the United States with that uh, that historical front, that the whole power of failure. I can't imagine what a weird, weird time in space we are in. Those things are happening that are shaking us up, huh? that are kicking us in a, in a metaphorical ass. You know, we, we just have this, well... Maybe not so much <laughs> in terms of, but I am a routine based person, you know, even though I'm looking at, you know, hitting the road, but I am, you know, I have my routine every morning and I do enjoy it. And I think it's normal, you know, to sing that, you know, yeah, you have your home, you have, this is your life, even though we know we are, we are dying with each passing day, the, the, the odds are just getting ridiculously with each passing day until they're overwhelming. And then it becomes the other way around. The odds that I'll be alive tomorrow? Oh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. But it is hard not to get attached to that. It is hard not to to be distracted. That we are only here for a finite amount of time. That body, that idea of who we are, is only going to last so long and then that's it? I just, I don't buy it. I just don't know what else is there, but I don't buy it. So that's why, in a way, maybe I'm able to, to, to look at or to, uh, to accept, or to be able to be in a place of refusing what seems to be limit, you know, what, what is normal, you know, look for a place to be, you know, uh, do something, uh, have a job and have a home and all of that, and that's normal. And somehow, I'm not there. I was there, you know, I had my life. I was married I had a home for almost uh, 22 years but in my case again another one about Anthony master of failure all of that in the end just slipped away and it made no sense in the end and I'm curious to see you know respecting I mean re- respect I respecto a Pilar that's so funny I'm going to Spanish uh, you know what it would be like because to me I realize this feeling of love to have fun as a human being is the most powerful thing that I know and it influences me so much that I'm curious to see where we're at where I am at you know I'm curious so I think that's enough rambling for today I wish you all a great day, my fellow travelers, fellow spiritual tourists on this strange path of life. And remember that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Oh.